Hundreds of restaurants and bars are closed and not earning any income, but they're still expected to pay rent. Now a group of business owners are pushing for legislation to help with rent relief. Joining us to tell us more is Ryan Tanaka. He's co-owner of Giovanni Pastrami. We closed the dine-in around March 17, went to uh, takeout and delivery. We tried that until March 24th, and that was when the 14-day the quarantine order started. So from that point on, once the Waikiki foot traffic went to zero and hotel occupancy was below, you know, single digits, below 10%, we were kind of in a quandary of what to do. We temporarily closed. We were also um, staying in touch with all of our employees. You know, we had 63 employees affected by this um, and, and their families. So we were in touch with all of them. Fortunately, we have a, a terrific banker at First Hawaiian Bank and you know, shout out to all the banks for doing a fantastic job at getting the PPP monies for Hawaii. So we did receive our PPP loan, um, but because we're temporarily closed and all of our employees by that time had applied for unemployment, we, and you know, with the discussions now on tourism reopening and the 14 day quarantine possibly being lifted on July 31st, you know, around the end of summer, if we were to pay our employees for eight weeks starting you know, two weeks ago until the middle of June, they'd actually probably have to go back into unemployment and then go to the back of the line. So rather than disrupt them, we're just holding our monies and we're waiting for the National Restaurant Association to lobby with Congress at the federal level and hoping that they're able to extend the deadline and, and to also reduce that 75% allocation to payroll. And Ryan, tell us more about the occupancy relief program that you're proposing. One of the greatest challenges that these different restaurants and small businesses are facing is they don't own their own land or space or their building. And they're bound to these lease agreements, which are between three to five years. And most of them were signed and executed prior to coronavirus. So they're based on market rents, you know, whatever you're paying, whether it was based on foot traffic or, you know, street visibility, um, you know, or uh, hotel occupancy if you're in a tourist area. And the market was strong back then. And we were on a, you know, a, a multi-year, you know, over 10-year bull, bull market. And now the market's at a standstill. And it's not just here locally, it's nationally, it's globally, it's affecting everybody. So because they're at the mercy of the landlords and the landlords don't wanna give away their legal rights because coronavirus happened so quickly, what they're doing is they're offering a rent deferral. They're not um, willing to abate or give free rent. And the reason for that really stems from also the fact that the counties are insisting and demanding that they continue to get paid on property taxes, because that's a, a sacred cow for the counties, which is understandable. It pays for you know, their hardworking and, and hard-earned salaries. It pays for essential expenses that the counties um, face. So because they're the, the you know, landowners of the landowners, and they're insisting that rents are collected, even though it was a government-imposed shutdown, normally the property taxes are part of the lease agreements and they're paid as a pass-through to landlords to the counties. Since the tenants can't pay their rent, right, the small businesses can't pay their rent, and they're at the mercy of the landlord, 
the landlord is saying, okay, I'm gonna front this for you in the form of a loan that you have to pay back over time. What's gonna happen is uh, these, these restaurants and small businesses are not gonna be able to make their rent payments going forward. And they're gonna eventually go out of business. During the last recession, we lost 1,600 businesses. This time, economists are estimating it could be multiples, you know, three, four, five times that. So if we're able to find a program which we're working on and save even 3,000 of these small businesses, that will continue to bring $150 million in GE tax revenue to the state of Hawaii. And that's gonna be you know, less of a tax burden on everybody else. So what we're working on is a, a program that would use about $100 million of the city and county's allocation, and it would be offered to landlords to then pass it on through a worksheet. They'd list their tenants, and they'd pass it on to, their ten, you know, to all of their tenants. Um, the, the grant amount would be based on real property taxes. We needed some kind of a, of a way to, to figure out you know, how to distribute it most evenly and real property taxes are based on assessed values. And Ryan, you know, I think it's important to note that this really is a business community driven initiative. Um, it's, it's gonna be proposed next Wednesday. Um, and so for those of you who are interested, um, you know, Annalisa, feel free to, um, to collect inquiries and reach out to me. I'll put that all up on our website as well, kitv.com. And thanks so much, Ryan, for joining us today and sharing your insight. Looking forward to seeing where that proposal goes. Ryan Tanaka there joining us today on Good Morning Hawaii. Don't go away. We'll be back after the break.